Hello and welcome to New Era Fintech Podcast. Today I am talking on the topic of vendors and fintech reaching and creating relationships with senior executives in banks. Now I was a senior executive for the longest time in banking, typically a chief digital officer or a chief transformation or chief technology, those, those, those kind of positions. And what I'm going to give you is an amalgamation. I'm going to, going to give you a summary of how it tends to feel being the executive that you probably want to reach in many cases. Right? Uh, now, often, often, if you're the sales, biz, dev, com, marketing, communications, or the like, if you're trying to reach these senior executives, they they will usually or often be either the decision maker or a very strong influencer. Someone with a chief title usually is. What's perhaps a little strange, and I think generally well known, is that often it's not necessarily the C-level that will specifically care or have that precise passion for your particular product or service. And, and I think it's well known that maybe you don't necessarily want to, to, to directly get that meeting with the C level immediately. Often you want to build the relationships with individuals reporting into them, maybe one, two or three levels down to begin with. But given the choice between a meeting with a C level or, or nothing or, or somebody else uh, at a junior, a more junior level, most people will take the C level. That's, that, and that's okay. That's understood. And that's not a bad thing. Uh, but I, I want to highlight that one of the reasons that the chief is in place uh, is, is to maybe have the final say. But in many cases, in and in some cases, depending on the market, in most cases, the decisions are shaped and made before they get to the chief, the chief digital, chief transformation, chief technology, etc. Now, this is also the case in, again, you know, there's lots of caveats here, but this is generally the case when it comes to other business. So in, in, in banks, you have the people supporting the business. That was always me, the technology, the digital equivalent, the fintech guy. Uh, and then you have the, the people running of the business, right? And, and that, that, that is uh, very clearly marked in bold italics. The business is, is typically... Uh, the retail team, the corporate banking, the wealth team, the institutional team, right? Those that are holding P&L responsibility. Now, in some cases, you'll find the support functions maybe holding a P&L. Typically, it's an L. That is a loss or a cost, right? Now, that still, that doesn't mean that they're not relevant. Uh, sometimes you're pitching the business, but often you'll find the business is composed of bankers, people who are really, really, really good. You may say what you like about them, but they're typically really, really good at credit risk management. And they have to be, right? They are usually regulator-appointed positions, so you've had to clear the position with the regulator. They have to be fit and proper depending on the market. These are individuals that, that are, are select and have been chosen in the business because they know the business of banking. Now, the challenge here is they don't necessarily know the business of digital banking, or they may be new to that. And often, often, they will rely upon me, the chief digital 
chief information, chief technology, right? They'll, they'll often say, look, I, I don't, I don't, does this work? You know, because they're saying, look, you know, my business is credit risk management. You know, deciding on the various different ratios and, and, and how we are going to offer products, banking products to our customers and how we maintain the health of, of this bank and this, this, this customer segment and this economy. Now, this key point that I, I do want everyone to think about is many, many of these chiefs feel important because they are important, at least internally, right? They are important people. They, of course, have decision-making power, but they're also, in most markets, responsible. And this is really a, a really important aspect to, to really to, to, to think about, right? In that, depending on the market, again, these individuals will lose their house and their livelihood if something goes wrong, right? They, they are the ones who have to sign effectively in blood to say, yes, I warrant that we are whatever, we are prepared for this, that we meet this regulation, that we have done this, that the, the, these security things are, uh, are in place. It's not usually, in some cases, the service, the people providing the service, the digital technology teams have had to do similar but usually the business is held in, in, in full esteem. So if you're looking to, to get the attention of these chiefs, let's talk about the service chiefs, those supporting the business, the chief digital, chief technology, chief innovation, uh, chief information, the, the, these, these kind of teams, uh, they also are very important people. Now, they're very important because they are made to feel important and because they are typically the decision makers. Now, let me speak about being made. I, I, I'm not talking ego here. It's just the demands on their time are crazy. The committees that they must be in, in order to enable the proper functioning of the bank, are almost non-negotiable. They have to be there. And I think this is important if, if you, you are working sales, biz, dev, marketing to try and reach these people, Try and walk a little bit in their shoes, okay? Because it's actually a very, very difficult lifestyle. And it does often mean you don't get time to think. Now, this is really important when you're trying to reach them. So let me give you an, uh, an example of the calendar, okay? Uh, especially for, for those in business, but is, and also for those supporting the business, there are many, many meetings that perhaps shouldn't exist, but they do, right? There are committee meetings, there are board meetings, there are various different forum meetings that fill the calendar. And all of those various different LinkedIn memes and LinkedIn things saying, hey, I'll take 20% of your meetings out. And all those are really well-meaning. But in banking, for the, for the chiefs and some of those reporting into them, you can't get away from this. And it's a nightmare because it, basically you, I mean, I, I remember in my various different positions, I would be lucky if there was a 20 or 30 minute break in the day. Now, sometimes I would try and put in lunch, right? And I would try and just get away and walk around the building. I try and put that in the calendar, walk around the building, get out, you know, just, just try and get away to get some perspective, but get away from this. But routinely speaking, Everything is a working lunch, working through. Now, 
you may think this sounds crazy, but this is how it is. So trying to get the attention of these people, the first thing you have to recognize is they are not available. One of the reasons they have a PA is not to feel good. That it, that is, there is an aspect of that. But it's because there are so many demands on these people's time. And trying to manage it can become a full-time commitment. Now and again, I would go, I don't need a PA, or I wouldn't have one for various different reasons. And you know, e even as the number two or three reporting into these guys, the amount of meetings, the amount of demands on your time is really quite difficult because you're having to plan, right, okay, this vendor wants to speak at 3 p.m. And it sounds easy to you. It's not for me because I'm in meeting, 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 meeting. 3 p.m. I can't do 3 p.m. Oh, it's a really urgent one. Well, I can't, can, can I? Can I be 20 minutes late? Can I? Do I know him or her who's hosting this meeting? Because often these meetings aren't critical, but they're important. So that, that you know, if if you're not there, if you're ill, the bank usually functions perfectly fine, right? But if you're not ill and not at the meeting, questions get asked, right? Because that meeting has to have a quorum and we want stuff to move and decisions are, are, are uh, need to happen if people are there, right? And when people aren't there and there's no one assigned to, to be there in their place, because that, that can be difficult managing as well, then stuff doesn't happen. And this, by the way, is why things take so long to get approvals when you're trying to pitch something in, right? Because the person has to be in the meeting. So first thing First thing is, from a, a meetings standpoint, they are not available, right? Just work on the basis. They're just not available. They don't have that, um, look, in two weeks' time, I've, I've, I've got an afternoon free. No, there is no such thing as an afternoon free. Almost never. And you will see uh, these executives uh, now and again when they find themselves with an afternoon free because something big has been cancelled, you will see them wondering what to do with themselves. A, a, a giddy excitement, maybe wandering around the office going, hi, how are you doing? Because that, that time to think is, is, is really nice. Now, again, it may all sound crazy externally, but what I want you to, to understand is the internal mindset, right? That it is really important that you're that you're at this meeting. You've got to be at this particular... That means that they're not available. So the opportunity to email these guys and get a response from them, if you have an ongoing email chain with an executive, you're very, very lucky, okay? Because that's another thing that gets really, really difficult. That's another reason why you have a PA, right? And the PA is sitting there going, okay, uh, this, this meeting has to happen. So they've been told this meeting has to happen. And they've got to try and find and move stuff about to try and squeeze this particular business critical internal meeting to make happen between these four or five or eight or 15 different stakeholders. This stuff is, not, you know, okay, the next meeting slot is four weeks, five weeks, six weeks hence. You know, this is how it is. Okay, how important is it? Well, it's business critical. Okay, how, how business critical? Right, are we going to lose money? No. Uh, is, is it a regulatory? No. Okay, uh, well, then let's just have to wait. So, uh, yeah, these, these executives are waking up. Um, you may try and get them in the morning, okay, before business. You may see they, quite, they, they might be quite responsive during the business day on LinkedIn. That's often the case if they're in these terrible, terrible, boring, boring meetings where they've got to be there, but they're not saying anything. Often the phone can come out, right? But that's difficult if they're 
uh, if they're having to be on camera. It's also difficult if they're in, in a meeting, depending on who's in the meeting, they can't be seen to be just sat looking at the phone. That doesn't work. Uh, in, in some cases, you can, you, know, you, you can switch your camera off and get a bit of work done when you're in the meeting. So this is how a lot of it's working, happening. Uh, your PA is, is scanning, 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 to looking for urgent, urgent stuff. You are not urgent. Unless you're in constant ongoing dialogue about a particular activity, you're not urgent. So getting the attention, the initial attention of these, these guys is difficult. So I wanted to under, underscore the, the calendar is a problem. Right, so generally speaking, it's from eight o'clock, nine o'clock, depending on the organisation, straight through, straight through, straight through, and it's committee this, committee that, committee this, then this, then that, then, then team meeting, then one to one, then a thing, then a thing, and by six or seven p.m. you are really used up, and that's when you have to sit down and, and do the stuff that matters. Right, that's when you have to do your email either at home or in the office, and you're having to go through, again, your PA may have prioritized a bunch of mails. You may be scanning to see if there's anything interesting. You may be looking on LinkedIn. But I, I tell you, generally speaking, you aren't the priority in getting that, getting that. Well, now let me come to point two. So point one is the calendars are just crazy. But, but let me come to some good news, potentially good news. Somewhere on on the job title or job specification of the C-level, somewhere will be uh, words to the effect of maintain you know, horizon scan, keep an ongoing understanding of what's, ha- of what's happening in the marketplace or uh, you know, engage with third-party organizations to stay, stay abreast of et cetera, et cetera, right? In many cases, the, the recruitment process you know, sometimes the uh some of the qualifications for 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 um getting in the the final chain for for being uh, hired some of the the points will say something like um executive or individual maintains an active social presence or individual um is is um is prominent in the market right prominently seen so that they're at events they're at activities they're they're doing things here are, so you see that these are some breadcrumbs that I'm lining up for you, right? So there's usually, if you have 99% of their job, maybe something else, you know, the, the main thing, 1%, half a percent is something like you've got to go to events, right? You've got to go to round tables and be seen. Uh, you've got to learn. Uh, now, learnings are really, I'll come to that, number three. Um, you, you've got to go to round tables. You've got to go to events. You've got to be seen, uh, you have got to be engaging with the market. You've got to be able to evidence at least once a quarter that you've been doing things, you know, to 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 uh, raise the profile of your your department, division, whatever. Uh, you have to be out out there now and again, right? Uh, now that's an opportunity. What conditions can you create that will help? for that half a percent or one percent can you create a round table now the round table cannot be high you know we we sell credit risk management software and we have created a round table and you can come and hear at this round table come and hear how, how amazing we are yeah no 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 typically you know, the executive needs to be able to evidence that they are horizon scanning learning 
They are open. Uh, they are taking the pulse of the marketplace. Yeah, and the, these because it's a half percent or one percent of 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 their uh, their ongoing activity. It's usually after after hours. Remember the calendar. Remember point one. The calendar nightmare. Right, squeezing anything in. If if it's a really big high profile event, cool. Let's book that in. But you, know, you have to be very very aware as the executive when you're thinking. Okay, do I go to Money 2020? A big, pro, you know, and speak. You know, great, really exciting. Or hold on a minute. That is the same day as the CEO's you know, board scheduled blah 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 thing. I don't know if I cannot be there. So then the PA goes and asks, or you have to go and ask and say, look, is it okay if I'm not there? Can I make this? Can we do this? And that's not accounting for all the kind of crazy stuff that, that, that happens. So the executives can make time in the schedule for, for the, these kind of the big stuff, but what can you be offering them? What can you create? Right? So I'd like to suggest that you look for ways of, of creating um, round tables between, between um, those in different industries, right? Banking executives have to be really careful about, you know, um, industry collusion, right? Um, they have to be careful about they, they they can't be meeting each other to talk about pricing, etc. Right, right. But they they can be meeting each other to talk about you know if if you are facilitating, uh, yeah, a person from here, a person from there, a person from over here, and then you're going to bring them together, um, uh, these executives together to talk about um, the the growth of artificial intelligence in banking. Ah, oh, interesting. You know, maybe put it somewhere nice so that that stressed executive can go. Oh, oh, you know, oh my god! Oh, it would be it would be it would be nice to go to that restaurant or that hotel uh, for the evening. Oh, well, that would be lovely because they're stressed, stressed daily, daily. Oh, and and it's you know who else is going, right? So who do you, who do you vendor? Who do you know? Yeah, you know, have you got a favorite client? Have you got a client already in the city in that country? Uh, and then you know, phone them and say, "Hey, look, we're thinking of doing a round table you know, for other banks and, and so on, and you know, we're, we're just business, business development, but we think we think it's good. Could, you know, um, would you be keen?" And if that individual, right, that that warm individual goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, seven p.m. on a Tuesday, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, yeah," then cool, you can, with their approval, you can now say, "Okay, Bob is coming. Bob is coming, right?" Um, and in many cases, Bob might know someone. He might have a few friends or at least acquaintances in the other banks that you're targeting, right? So do you see a round table can be something that'd be interesting. So an invitation via LinkedIn from Bob is probably going to be read by the executive, right? Uh, an invitation in his email is probably going to be prioritized uh, for, you know, if it's coming from a competitor, but you know, someone that he knows or, or loosely knows. Um, an invitation from you on the basis that it's you know from someone senior Right, uh, they're probably not going to want to hear from this the 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 sales intern, right? But if it's someone senior um, in the marketplace, they're not connected. It's an in mail saying hi, hi there, Bob, or hi there, Jane. You know, uh, we we're hosting this roundtable with Samantha from Bank A, and and uh, and James from Bank B, and Abdullah from Bank C. They're 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 coming, and we wonder, would you like to come along? We're just very simple. We're just going to talk about this, this, and this. Of course, we'll give you a brief overview of our of our company, but it's not. Yeah, you know, it's not. It can't be sales. So roundtables, right? Events and activities that the executive will want to and need to attend. That is something to really think about. Okay, my third point was learning. Uh, so also one of the bullet points 
it will either be the same or it will be a separate bullet point on their job specification will be you need to learn now often often that is they just leave that to the hr and, and someone in the training team will have to think about this but do do keep in mind that executives will need to demonstrate what have they done what have they done to learn about what's happening in the marketplace right what are they doing to horizon scan okay it's usually somewhere in their job spec even if it isn't it's something that they they know they should be doing right and staying up to date is important now often you know an invitation will land in the exec's inbox saying hi we're google hi we're meta Hi, we're Microsoft, right? Um, please come and join us on a, uh, a, an excursion to San Francisco. So that, those are exciting and interesting. Uh, many executives find it very difficult to prioritize any time out, outside a country. But others, others will actually go, do you know what? I, I do need to do this. and I'll do one this year, right? If that's yours, right? So do think about the possibility of saying, hey, look, we're inviting you know, a, a number of people from the marketplace here in Denmark, here in the UK, yeah, here in Oman, right? Where we're inviting and, and we're, 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 you'll get to meet them. So it'll be good networking. But come come and see our thing in this other country. Don't, they don't need their flights paid. They don't, right? That's another thing to talk about. But typically speaking, they can pay for it themselves. Uh, it's something to offer. And in some cases, uh, some banks, the, the executive is not allowed to accept anything. Just for anti-bribery purposes, they can't accept anything. So they'll pay for everything. That's fine. Um, what can you offer them? What can you offer executives in the context of learning? Now, if your product is, and you're trying to sell a, an AML, an anti-money laundering thing, um, maybe what you might want to do is, is, is put on some, some degree of learning or some conference or a yeah, small conference, a small, a small two-hour thing at a hotel, a breakfast meeting, a round table, um, an event or an activity that actually will help the executive learn about AML or learn about the new things that are happening in XYZ. Now, they will be seriously frustrated if they turn up and you're just going, hi, we are Acme Corporate Incorporated and we are amazing and here are our five products, buy them now, right? That's not going to work and executives are already inured. And, and, yeah, they're, they're, they're very good at spotting that kind of stuff and saying, I'm sorry, I'm not available, okay? But do think about events and activities that you can be putting on you know, that, that will just help, help executives connect with each other because they, they do want to be out there. They do want to see what's moving. They, they want to be able to say and refer to in meetings the other week, I, I, I was at this thing, you know, this round table, and yeah, a lot of the banks were, were talking about this as a thing. Or I was at this conference recently, and right. So, what can you offer there? And then, learning is also an interesting one, right? So, uh, you, if you were to put on, again, it's an event, an activity, but I wanted to just categorize this differently. What can you do that if you're sending an invitation, actually, you know, the executive is going to go, oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Right. Could you, now I'm being slightly crazy here, but could you talk to the HR team, talk to the training team, say, hey, look, yeah, we are a leading provider of AML services. And we have these very specific courses for execs. Uh, and, and here's why, because we're a leader in this, right? There, there could be some possibilities there. Now, I do think that if, if you can uh, look at learning, learning, some executives will respond positive, positively.
if you've got any questions on on this, please drop me a note. What I wanted to do with this particular episode was really just if you're a vendor or a fintech reach trying to reach a bank executive, I just wanted to talk through some of the the methods and techniques. So we, we've we've explored the fact that they are incredibly busy, right? Whether that's good or bad, they are busy, right? And they are very important people internally, right? So that means that the chances of you getting time with them when they don't know you are really, really difficult, difficult. So offer something different. Do not just do the usual marketing stuff. Don't do the usual, you know, here's our white paper. It's, it's okay, right? But I, you know, I'm really busy. Unless it's in, it absolutely fundamentally on point, I just don't have time. And that's because I've got to be in this meeting because the CEO is there. I've got to be in this meeting because he's or she's there. Right? I've just got to. I've got to. When I'm in the meeting, I may have a bit of air time. Okay. So how how can you get my attention? And you know, I do like the idea of events, activities, or oh, podcasts. You know, um, anything that the executive will want to do, often out of hours, right? And out of hours is good. Out of hours is bad as well. You know, out of hours is good because, you know, after maybe 6 p.m., most executives, if it's not a multi-country bank, most executives will have a bit of time, right? They can usually go to a dinner or something, right? But they've also got to negotiate with their partner, right, if they're married or, um, you know, they, they do have to check, right? And sometimes that can be really, really difficult, right? So give some thought to that. Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to say, look, think about think about how you how you engage, how you're marketing your communications and your approach to reach these individuals. Think about how you how you generate that to create the opportunity for the executive to want to meet. Right? Uh, if there is a big event happening that you know, or that the likelihood is they will be travelling to it, maybe host a round table during that event. Okay, uh, if if yeah, you don't have to talk to the event organizer. You don't have to sponsor, right? You can just say, hey, you know, if you're going to Money 2020 Amsterdam, uh, we've booked a restaurant on the first night, and we we've got X Y Z coming. Please come along, right? Press the flesh. So it's all about how do you help your sales and your biz dev teams? You do do that handshake. Okay, any questions? Drop me a note, and uh, do let me know what you think. They, those were just some key points I wanted to get across. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Let's, uh, I will come to that in a different episode. And a happy 2024 to you.